everyone and welcome to Already Cancelled. I am Peter, that is Tara, and we are going to talk about The Twilight Zone Season 2, Episode 3. It's called Nervous Man in a $4 Room. Uh, first thing we have to talk about here is uh, how long do you think it's been since a motel or hotel room could be had for $4 a night? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to guess a while. I know. If they're still available, I don't want to sleep in them. <laughs> I mean, you watched The Office. Do you remember the episode where Michael goes up in the black light? Or Dwight, oh, yeah. or Dwight has the black light. Yeah, mm-hmm. and it's like, it's either blood, urine, or semen. And Michael says, God, I hope it's blood. I hope it's blood. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, want, I probably would pick that too. Yeah, I'm on his side. I, I think blood is the least disgusting of the, <laughs> the bunch. Um, that's not an idea here. We're here to talk about the Twilight Zone episode. So, uh, full spoilers for the episode, as always. Uh, the premise of this one is that a character named Jackie, who's a, a, a small-time criminal who does jobs for a gang or a mob and he is waiting for an order from his boss named George who comes over and gives him the order which for the first time ever is not stealing from like a store or something like that it's not you know ripping someone off it is a murder he wants him to assassinate someone who's been not paying his dues from the sounds of it so you know some old man who's not paying the uh the protection fee as it were mm-hmm. um so yeah, that's that's the gist of it. And he's left alone, and he's a bit of a coward. This Jackie, he's he's nervous as shit. I mean, the title kind of implies that, but you know, he's very antsy about it. He doesn't want to do that. He's kind of scared of going to prison. He's scared of being caught, um, that kind of thing. And then, of course, the actual Twilight Zone element that comes into it is that eventually, a more uh, confident version of himself starts talking to him from the mirror in the room. And that's kind of where we go with the episode. So, Tara, did you enjoy Nervous Man in a $4 room? Um, I didn't at first, but I kind of like it, yeah. It's, I think it's okay. I'm pretty lukewarm on it. Um, and I, I agree it started off weaker than it was by mm-hmm. the end. Um, but I think overall, I have to say, like, I enjoyed last week's episode well enough, but I, I think this one and the first one, uh, you know, the one the the, the plane in the desert... Yeah. I think they both suffer from padding and I really felt it in the first half of this one. After George leaves the room, after he's given him the order to kill someone, there's like a yeah. three or four minute monologue of him just talking to himself and all of it's just worthless. Like it, nothing about it matters. You could cut the whole thing out <laughs> and it wouldn't make a bit of difference to the plot. Yeah, it's a lot of um, I just hate myself. I wish I can trade myself in for a, a better model. And like, if okay, I, we get it. He says, he says that, Georgie a lot. <laughs> yeah. He, he says that, that that line you just said, they're trading themselves in for a better model. He actually says that line twice. And it's not like he says it back, because you know, sometimes you repeat something right away because you're really emphasizing it. It's not like that. He says it, says a few other paragraphs, and then says mm-hmm. that line again, which was really weird. I was like, you're actually writing in circles. What are you doing, episode? <laughs> Come yeah. back around. Maybe, you know. maybe some of it was improv. I don't, maybe. I don't know. Like, it, it just seemed... Yeah, it seemed like okay. Let's let's get going now. We we've been on him for a while. We get it. He's nervous. He's not very good at things. Um, he wishes he was better at things. He's a, yeah, he's a bit of a weasel. Um, and eventually, because I was actually sitting thinking, like, what's the Twilight Zone element to this? Where, where's the Twilight Zone thing coming in? And eventually, yeah. it's it's the, the it's the sort of the copy of himself in the mirror, which of course. I think we we would analyze it just being a part of him. It's just a part of his brain, kind of arguing with himself. Uh, yeah, it's the, a bit of a Gollum Smeagol mo- moment, right? <laughs> of course, you went to Lord of the Rings. But, uh, what would you have gone to? 
Mr. Robot. That's a classic example. Mr. Robot, baby. That's what I'd go to. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it's a great show. One of the best. Well, more people know what I'm talking about. Only because the world has bad taste on average. That's all. That's the only reason why. We better continue and move on from this <laughs> point because you are about to lose a co-host. <laughs> <laughs> oh, please be Connor. Please be Connor. Please be Connor. Please be Connor. <laughs> uh, so, um, from there it picks up a little bit. Um, although that even said that, I, I do think like the conversation between the mirror version of Jackie and the, the, the you know the, the, the real version of Jackie, I do feel that even that st- feels like it starts to go in circles after a while, where I'm like, okay, you could, uh, this could also be condensed mm-hmm. a little bit. I feel like the entire episode, which is obviously 25 minutes, it could pr- I think it could probably be 10 minutes long. You could probably cut 15 it, minutes it of feels, this. Yeah, it, it definitely feels long. Um, but I, I do like some of the elements of the, of the reflection talking back to you and your reflection being different. I mean, this is kind of a horror trope now that I do really enjoy still. Mm. Um, I, you know, I like, there's a fun visual effect at one point, which I, honestly, even the effect of like, obviously they've got like uh, footage of him acting separately where the mirror is. And I think that actually looks pretty good for the time period. And then later on, there's a big mm-hmm. moment where he kind of gets really angry, pulls the mirror out and there's nothing behind it. Cause he's like desperate to find out who this imposter is that's talking to him. And it ends up spinning at one point. And actually, before it cut to the actual shot of it spinning, I mean, you, you sort of know what's happening because you can see the reflection kind of bouncing up and down the wall. I was mm-hmm. like, well, oh, how are they going to show this? Like, how can they pull this? Because, you know, I'm thinking it's 1960, you know, TV. Like, like how far yeah. can they go with this? I like this effect. And yeah, it looked not bad, honestly. Uh, it looked better than I thought it would have. So uh, that, was, that was pretty good. Ultimately, the, the point of the story, of course, is that uh, he he's meant to go out by a certain time and, and kill this... Uh, this old man and mm-hmm. you're know, spe- speaking of it wasting time even the opening like minute when he's on the phone to this george and we don't even know what he's talking about he's just kind of nervously saying george i'm just waiting for the job george i'm just waiting for the job and he george, says george, george. <laughs> <laughs> George-y. Oh, i'm like it, it sounds like um the the the, the kid net we're talking about his brother he's just talking about georgie like all the time <laughs> I, no i was thinking of um of mice and men Ah, okay. It's been a Tell lot... me about the rabbits, George. It's been a <laughs> long time since I've seen that. I saw that in school. Mm, yeah. Well, that's what I was thinking of. But in any case, I, I don't know. I mean, there are some elements of it that I think are pretty good. And even though it's a bit of a horror trope now, it's still one that I'm not quite tired of. Like, it's I still think Reflections doing something different than what you're doing is creepy. Oh sure, um, and they they use that a bit in this. This is mostly played for like not as much horror in the beginning. Like it's more of just a uh, I don't know, like like you're just talking to your reflection. Like they're just having a conversation. It kind of loses it, the horror a bit for that, but yeah, it, it's well, not it's not bad. It's just it, like you said, it should be like ten minutes. Yeah, it, it's more of a psychological like examination of him as opposed to anything horror really because even he he's nervous as shit but he's not scared of the reflection really it's not like he's terrified of it he's just he is in the, he is in the very beginning he tries to escape sure yeah he doesn't try very hard i guess he forgets about the boat lock 
but yeah. he's not very good at stuff so <laughs> yeah he's terrible at stuff he's because he's, <laughs> the reflection brings up stuff from his past he's like oh so you did this job and you joined this guy and i tried to talk you out of it but now you talk you know he's essentially the the the, the conscience he's the um not quite the you know the little devil or angel because obviously there'll be two of them if it was but like the the better more confident version of himself and he talks about how oh we could have got married there was this one girl and we were really into her i loved her i loved her jackie mm-hmm. but you 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 drove her away because you got us locked up for two years because of you joined this stupid gang and did this job um yeah this was i mean i don't know like you ever have conversations with yourself in the mirror about like well, you're rolling away, but I was asking you a question, not making a point. <laughs> but uh, I'm back. I'm back. You know, like... <laughs> the, the cat was uh, clawing at the door. I had to had to see to it. Um, <laughs> to answer your question, though, uh, which was which asked beautifully, might I add? Um, then then panic at all because I rolled away. <laughs> um, I mean, it wasn't panic. It was just like annoyance. <laughs> <laughs> well apologies all the same um yeah so i mean i guess i do some i feel like i i feel like i don't because i've got cats to talk to i'd find myself talking to the cats instead of myself yeah okay okay and you can relate to that i mean i've had like like stages of my life where i was not very happy and (laughs) felt lonely and i would like go to the mirror and have full conversations but like it's more of like a narration of things rather than like um i don't know yeah, i guess it's a little embarrassing but <laughs> but i don't mind i i don't think i'm alone here i think this happens a lot where you have just i don't know like you just start going over the things in your past that you could have done differently or Tara, like, I, it's, I, it's more of like a how did i get here kind of situation I think you're not being alone here. Are you thinking you're not alone here is the problem? <laughs> really? <laughs> like, well, no, I don't no, know. I was just, I was just maybe joking. Because you, you have cats, you haven't gone through this. Or maybe you've never been, like, depressed. But that's, I think it's a common thing. I, I was just cracking a joke because you uttered the, the phrase, I don't think I'm alone here. And I'm like, that's ironic. Uh, because the whole <laughs> thing we're talking about is that you're alone talking to yourself in the mirror. Like, Okay. Okay. Yeah, you're right. I didn't get it because I was focused on the actual, like, what I was talking about. <laughs> <laughs> Yet more annoyance at me. This is becoming a trend on this episode of the Twilight Zone. <laughs> um, I don't know. I don't think so. I, Joe, I do, and this is honest, mm. is I do tend to talk to myself a lot in my head. And it's something that people have told me over the years that I've never noticed that I do. And even though that I know mm. I do it, I've still never noticed it. But people have told me that sometimes you can see myself like my lips moving mm. and i'm not saying anything out loud i'm just i'm clearly just thinking about something but my lips will be moving to like whatever i'm saying to myself is that why your microphone is always covering <laughs> <laughs> not so much when i'm in conversation i used to have a, a job at a bingo hall and a lot of that would be standing waiting for things to happen and it was a really boring yeah. part of the shift and apparently during that, you could constantly see me talking to myself because that's, that's <laughs> but not in an out loud way, just in my head, but you could see my lips moving. Yeah, just, you know, doing aliens quotes, making sure that you have them all down. Probably. I'm happy. I, 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 well, it tends not to be that I'm talking to myself. It tends to be that I'm 
not practicing, but like just thinking about conversations I might be having with other people in the future. <laughs> like, oh yeah, I think yeah. that's pretty common. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to I'm going to roll over again. Are you going to be okay for the next like ten seconds? Uh, yeah. You just rolled right when I was asking a question, and there was a delay. So, <laughs> but yeah, I think that's fairly common. I'm not going to ask a question. You can go. <laughs> I I. I think that's fairly common. That's probably where the idea of this episode like originates from. It's like, what if you're having a conversation with yourself, but they start smoking a cigarette and talking like you, but like a different version of you, the version that you wished you were, you know, you know, the jerk store called and they ran out of you, you know, that kind of conversation I... where you wish you could do things differently. My reflection wishes it was me. Okay. I just made that clear right now. <laughs> Your reflection is the one that's scared yeah. and stupid. I'm the alpha. The reflection's the beta. All right. <laughs> beta for bitch. <laughs> yeah. Hey, you said it, not me. I own you. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. Um, I mean, like, it's 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 painfully okay. It's just drawn out over 20 plus minutes when it should be half that if not less yeah definitely i totally agree almost every they should have done more with it yeah almost every section of the story like if you break it down into okay he's on the phone at the start and then he has the meeting with george i mean the meeting with george doesn't go too long i suppose but and then he's on his own talking to himself and then he's talking to the reflection of himself every single part of that chain all of them go on too long Mm-hmm. every single one could be shot yeah i agree um and it, then, it's a little bit of the mirror mirror or what is it the mirror image episode not mirror mirror <laughs> that's star trek <laughs> <laughs> yes yes that's the evil goatees a little bit of the yes it's a little bit of the mirror image episode which i think is sort of similar where somebody gets replaced by another version of themselves but that one is done suspensefully yeah where there's that... a bit of a that episode's very uh, engaging. Every, every scene is very dragged. Like, it's a little bit dragged out, but it's just but, because you're trying to figure out what's going on. But there's so much mystery in that episode. There's so much yeah. mystery of what's actually happening, and it's like a really tight episode. And all I mean, it's still only really one set. It's just this little bus depot with a bathroom and like maybe the exterior mm-hmm. for where the entrance is. But this episode, in comparison, feels so cheap just because it's a. Uh, and there's no reason why our episode in a, a four dollar room can't be good because it can be, but it doesn't feel mm-hmm. like they do anything with it to make it actually entertaining. Um, that other episode also has people for her to bounce off of. She talks to other characters who kind of notice yeah. she's going a bit crazy and things like that. There's there's other elements to it to break it up, whereas this episode really only has him until George comes back. And all that really happens is that Jackie kind of says, look, George, I'm resigning. And he gives him a, a whack in the stomach and a, a kick. It makes it clear that he's he's not working for him anymore. And all I could think is that, like, I almost felt like... And he didn't, he didn't pull off the hit. Yeah, of course. Yeah, he didn't go. Because that's why George comes over. He's pissed at him. Because he's like, you were meant to kill the old man. And yeah. he gets all confident with him and he kicks him out. And all I could feel was, like, if this actually is the mob or a gang, like they're just going to come back and force and kill you. <laughs> like, you're doomed. I felt like this point... Because <laughs> the point it's making here is that as, as soon as he got confident, he was able to stick up to him and break free from this life but i almost feel like this would be a better plot to give to like i don't know like a school kid who stands up to a bully like, like it would actually make more sense that this would actually work Not the mom <laughs> <laughs> the mom well maybe he switches back with his nervous self right before he gets killed <laughs> oh maybe yeah um 
I mean, I, but that's basically I, I don't have a whole lot more to say. It's just uh, it's pretty straightforward in what it's doing, and it just drags itself out far too long. There's a couple of nice moments with the effect of the mirror and it's spinning and things like that, but uh, yeah, but I have to agree. I mean, yeah, not the best, but there's some promising things in it. Yeah, I will say Rod Serling's tease for next episode. Uh, had me intrigued. I don't remember the episode, but the, the description he gave intrigued me because he's he's got like a, a TV, like an old, it's like an old sixties big TV with a big wooden like exterior, um, mm-hmm. uh, which I'm pretty sure neither of us are old enough to have ever seen one in person. Well, no, but I have relatives who are cheap and will hold <laughs> on to things. <laughs> That's fair. And if it's still working, they won't replace it, even if it's like 30 years old or more. <laughs> that That is fair. That is fair. No, no, no old age jokes, no judgments, right? <laughs> uh, but he's got a TV, he's got a phone, a typewriter, um, and something else. And he's like, hey, these are all, you know, prime articles that say we're you know, deep in the middle of the 20th century. And to, to, I mean, to, honestly, I was just sort of thinking to myself, like, the typewriter is the only one here that is, like, completely, like, out of date. Like, obviously, TVs yeah. and phones technology has changed a lot since 1960, but we still have TVs and phones. The typewriter mm-hmm. has been completely replaced. Like, we, we use computers now. It's easier. But I was just thinking that. But anyway, he says that these just aren't machines, they're monsters. So he introduces that the next episode is going to be called A Thing About Machines. And the description of IMDb is actually really short. It's uh, Bartlett Finchley. What a name. Uh, Bartlett Finchley's paranoia about the machines around proves true. I like the sound of this episode. I don't know if it's going to be any good, but I like the sound of it. Mm. This is an early dangers of AI, or is it early? Um, oh shoot! What's that Stephen King movie that he directed and wrote? Oh, uh, Maximum Overdrive. Yeah, <laughs> I've never seen it. I have had it recommended to me multiple times. Um, it might be a good bonus episode for screens. You know, Tyler, Tyler, one of our regular patrons has been asking for it, and I kept saying to him, hey. "Which?" I was like, "What show Isn't does he a it- producer?" He, he is yes uh, and i kept asking him like what what show do you think it fits on because is it kind of a horror movie is it more of a sci-fi because it's machines coming to life like what is it and he's like i don't really know it could fit in either <laughs> a little fine then <laughs> yeah maybe it'll be a bonus movie it's maybe. stephen king i mean i think that's more horror i would leave more in horror i plus i don't want to watch it <laughs> uh, you brought it up you brought it oh, up oh come on there's so- no way that your co-host of Screams After Midnight and Stephen King aficionado has not brought up <laughs> Maximum Overdrive to you before. <laughs> okay, you know, I'm going to give it to you just because Tim is like a Stephen King super fan and has read like <laughs> like literally hundreds of Stephen King books at this point um, mm-hmm. because Stephen King churns out like five a year so there's <laughs> like now 40 years of like, you know, books to read that are, you know... Uh, it's, 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 it's the complete opposite of George R. R. Martin, who's like, no, every five years I'll do one. <laughs> I'll do one every five years. <laughs> if you're lucky. <laughs> oh, dear. I don't care about Game of Thrones, but I I, I am... like It's such a, a common thing now to make fun of the fact that he's not got the next Game of Thrones book ready that um, I appreciate the, the meme of it. I enjoy a good meme, Tara. I know. A good meme. All right. Uh, so next week we've got a thing about machines. Um, that has been... Uh, a nervous man in a four dollar room 
Um, and if I was in a room that only cost four dollars, I'd be pretty nervous too. So uh, you can, of course, let us know what you think of the episode in comments below. You can like and subscribe, all that stuff. Ding the bell on YouTube. Make sure you get the notifications. All these things do help, as does rating the podcast on Apple Podcasts. More people find us that way. Well, if you give us a good rating, that is, give us a nice five star rating, maybe a little review, just saying how attractive and amazing I am. And then maybe mention Tara as well in a, a, a short statement. Um, and, you know, do that. Uh, Tara, how can people support us financially? <laughs> well, you could check out our Patreon page. It's patreon.com slash TV. You can donate as little as a dollar per month towards my reconstruction surgery on my face, apparently. Um, <laughs> <laughs> every, every little bit helps. It's expensive. Although we have the best surgeons out here in California. Everybody looks great, except for one. And uh, yeah, appreciate it. Just because I said I was beautiful does not, not doesn't necessarily mean that you aren't. And it certainly doesn't necessarily mean that you are so hideous that you need surgery. That's that's you adding more in there than was intended. Thank you very much. I know. I'm sorry. I looked at the mirror earlier, and uh, I don't know. I blacked out for a second. So. <laughs> that's because <'cause> Tara <laughs> two. Tara two. T two took over. and did all sorts of shenanigans while you were knocked out she she sent me an email saying I agree to do maximum overdrive (laughs) what? (laughs) and I said yes you fool why yes Tara Uh, but that is is us that has been uh, our Twilight Zone discussion of course check out other content we have as well Um, me and Connor have been working our way through Star Trek Uh, we're season 2 of Next Generation right now but we did the entire original series uh, and that will be a project that goes on for years and years and years (laughs) and years and years nothing ever ends (laughs) that was a Watchmen reference which we're also reviewing aren't we Tara that's me and you we are are almost done although by the time this goes up We'll be done. We will be done. <laughs> but that's the beautiful thing about Watchmen is that we're experiencing time differently than everyone who's listening mm-hmm. to this. So we are already done. And yes. just starting. Yes. Exactly. <laughs> and never even heard of Watchmen at the same time. <laughs> Thank you once again, guys, for watching or listening. We always appreciate it. Keep watching TV in the Twilight Zone. <laughs>